0: Today we chat with Teardrop Trailer Atlas, and these folks have big adventures towing a tiny teardrop. Welcome to RV Out West, I'm your host, Brooks. My family of four's base camp is located in the beautiful Pacific Northwest, and our RV adventures radiate out from there. Please, grab a mug of coffee and join us as we discuss RVing around the American West. From sweet camping spots, gear and equipment, to tips and tricks, we've got you covered. We are RV Out West. The RV community is made up of so many wonderful people who all love living this lifestyle and with all of their own many different reasons. It's what makes us unique and what makes us a community. From the big class A diesel pushers and fifth wheels to pop up tent trailers or even teardrop trailers that weigh 2,000 pounds, adventure abounds. We as RVers have our own reasons for why we do this, and our choices in RVs are a reflection of ourselves and our community. Joining us today is Peter and Erica from Teardrop Trailer Atlas on Instagram. They hail from Whatcom County, and their adventures radiate out from there. I am so thrilled that they're joining us here on RV Out West. Yeah,
1: same. that was fun.
0: Yeah, so tell me a little bit about the story of you. So I grew up in... Uh, Bellingham Washington well around
2: Bellingham Washington and uh, yeah grew up camping and and RVing both you know trailers and tents and things like that and then yeah met Erica in 2014 and then we got married in 2017.
1: Peter uh, was born in the Pacific Northwest and I consider myself pretty much as close to a native as it gets as far as that's concerned I've been there for 20 years um also in Bellingham specifically and um, we really i i grew up hiking and doing a lot of traveling he grew up obviously RVing i had never had experience with RVs at all um but work play all the things we love to do are in the Pacific Northwest and uh, he's a firefighter there um i'm a wedding photographer there and around so it's been awesome we we've we've loved it there we we love that you have a connection in Bellingham too that's so awesome <laughs>
0: And Erica, you said you're 20 years deep in the Northwest We're (laughs) born and raised kind of where, where was your,
1: yeah, where, where do I hearken from? Um, so I was born in Arizona, left there pretty young, uh, did some growing up formative years in New Zealand and, uh, then came back here, spent a little bit of time in Alaska, all with my family. There's a theme of being by the water and the mountains and outside. So yeah, we uh, moved to Bellingham from New Zealand, um, Like I said, about 20 years ago.
0: I would love to hear from each of you. What is one of your most favorite childhood memories in nature?
2: My dad brought our family up and some friends up to uh, Winchester Mountain. It's a fire lookout above Twin Lakes off Mount Baker Highway. And that's actually a place that we go we go now it's one of our favorite places and it was a full moon night and we stayed overnight in the fire lookout watched thunderstorms over the mountains and everything like that so that was my first backpacking trip and i was hooked after that and so i have backpacked off and on throughout my uh, childhood and teenage years and now it's something we do together so
0: all right so erica tell me about your uh favorite childhood memory in nature
1: probably some of my favorite memories were always on a beach because starting out in Arizona, there was no, there wasn't a lot of water. (laughs) And so um, when I was in New Zealand in school, there was an opportunity for um, for us to go to the beach and do a traditional basically, they brought a bunch of young kids out to the beach, taught them about kind of nature, the surroundings. And then we did a traditional dinner where they cooked the pig underneath the sand And taught us about the cultural history of that so that's I mean on the top of my head that might be one of my first like younger fun knowing a little bit more about nature and uh, being outside by the water specifically though those are those are good memories.
0: That's pretty awesome. What kind of got the two of you into RVing? I know Peter you said you kind of grew up RVing but kind of what was the pivotal moment for the two of you to decide that This was something you guys wanted to do, and how long have you been doing it?
2: Yeah, so we were we're doing a lot of tent camping before this, and uh, we got to the point where we're filling we were driving a Forerunner before this. We're filling the Forerunner to the brim, and then we got big tent, our Goal Zero battery, and we're charging things. We have lights and and all this, and really started glamping. And so we're like, (laughs) well, we're already halfway there anyway. And uh, a friend of ours. Uh, introduced us to these teardrop trailers these tabs and we really liked it we towed his behind the car and we're like man these are easy to tow they're easy to get places and so we just kept our eye out for one Mm -hmm. and found a found a deal that we couldn't pass up
1: yeah that was a fun story it was perfect for
2: us and um yeah we haven't looked back since we love it i don't i don't think we'll ever not have at least something like this
1: yeah I'm in love with this trailer but I think we got into it too we can you can travel further and longer with any kind of RV but for us specifically kind of being always kind of the boondocking no hookups style of camping we were like man we're doing this in a tent but sometimes it's pouring down rain I bet you've done the same thing we're like everything's wet we've got our backpacking tents our glamping tents and we're like we should just look into this uh Mm -hmm. um our friend mike who was we call him the tab dad uh he we looked into his and we're like buddy you're making this look pretty good so so then yeah we saw the deal we couldn't refuse and kind of it went fast but sometimes the best decisions are the kind that you just kind of know in your gut
0: and when was that time frame wise
1: Yeah, it was about um, 2019. Yeah, 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 it was right a year before COVID started. So we feel extra lucky that we got it before the big craze happened.
0: And you referenced a story there. Is there a little bit more to the story? My gosh, share share it. So,
1: all right, all right, all right. So I'm going to try to make the abridged version and not call any names. But so there's a kind of a not well known they call it a it's a forum right it's a tab vanilla yeah, tab vanilla forum
2: tab. it's specifically for these trailers and this makeup trailer
1: and so there's usually some kind of big conversation of people nerding out about him and i mike again tab dad it coming in clutch he told me about it he's like you know you might just want to keep an eye on these blogs or this this forum for this mm-hmm. trailer and i saw this one trailer on there i'm like man this thing is a 2019 it's a boondock which is really important because that's the off-road version of this trailer and we beat the crap out of stuff. Uh, Part of my French, but I saw it and I'm like, man, a bunch of people have commented on this and this, this poster's never gotten back. Maybe it's a bot. So I'm relentless. (laughs) And I'm like, hey, uh, give me a call. Give me an email. Just checking in, checking in. Probably, they probably thought I was like very assaulting. But so finally I get back. Uh, this person gets back to me. I don't even remember what she said, but she, she was like, well, you have to take the ferry out to Port Townsend.
2: Port Townsend yep. And
1: so we're like, okay, all right. All right. We'll, we'll pay that. We'll get, we'll get out there. And then she would disappear for like a week. And then I'm like, man, is this person going to ghost us? So we get on the ferry all as well. We meet her up. Uh, she, <laughs> I mean, she had to thought- like,
2: she kind of was, yeah. She was she, gonna run. She, we thought she was gonna run. Right? Uh, like, oh my gosh! <laughs> a couple press. of times, we, you know, she, I, I couldn't tell if it was that she didn't trust us or if she didn't want to sell the trailer, but felt like she had to. I, we yeah. don't know, but it was one of those things. She where was friendly. Do. She was super friendly. It was just one of those experiences where we thought maybe we traveled all the way out there for nothing, <laughs> and we were gonna see
1: smoke as she ran. It like yeah. I was like, dude, if you need to look at our, you can hold on to our keys. You can look at my yeah. ID. We're of course shaking yeah. in our boots. We're so excited. Yeah. And then also wondering, like, is this is this lady gonna flight risk on us? Mm-hmm. Because uh and I think she I think she kind of thought maybe we were gonna try to steal it. Us the yeah. most boring looking people just were like, no, sorry, man. But anyways a lot of times when you do a transfer and stuff over as far as sale goes, it's pretty quick and easy. You kind of just do the paperwork. She had us like running through the bank. She had to make sure it was a mutual bank. She had to, she wrote her signature that was three pages long. It felt like, uh, it was all a good story to retell, but man, uh, we thought for sure and it was a
2: big day to buy a trailer <laughs>
1: it was a big day to buy yeah. a little trailer but yeah. yeah she was great though we really appreciate it we really do feel like it was meant to be we got a screaming deal on something and that's lasted us many of camping trips yeah. but oh my gosh man
0: that's crazy That's wild that's pretty wild yeah, yeah that's intense oh um i had a pop-up and uh pippa Pippo, the pop up. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, pippa was the first one that got us into it. It was an anniversary present with my wife and I one year. awesome uh, Mostly because we just wanted to get onto a bed yeah. and not be mm-hmm. sleeping on the ground anymore. Kind of turned that corner in my life. And I was like, if oh. I can get onto a bed, it would be awesome.
1: Amen. Back problems gone. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs>
0: Um, we kind of already answered why a teardrop, but is there anything specific on... Now, on your teardrop, does the back... It doesn't open up like those other teardrops it's that have the a, kitchen it's on not the a, exterior.
2: Right. right. It's not a clamshell. Uh, this company does make teardrops that have the clamshell, um, but we... We are happy with what we have here. I I personally really like the clamshell look. I like that kitchenette off the back. When I'm camping, I love cooking outside. But living in the Pacific Northwest, having the, the kitchenette inside is, uh, is it's a really necessity. nice. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. It is. Waking up in the morning and, and just hearing the rain on top of the trailer, it's nice to be able to just get up and make your coffee right there and not have to go outside yet. <laughs> and I know. I know. 100%.
1: Yeah, and this is all audio, but for your viewing pleasure, you can see behind me, there's a full kitchen, there's a fridge, it all runs off of uh, propane, mm-hmm. and then we've got our little bathroom tucked away, a wet bath. Yeah. So it, like It's pretty
2: it, amazing what they fit into these, what New Camp fits into these little trailers. Yeah, um, that's why we picked it. And that's why we picked it, is it was a small package, but it had all of the things that we needed. Uh, it's easy to tow. I think we're right around 2000 pounds dry. So light. Um, so it, it does really well. And, uh, yeah, it,
0: it fits all of our needs perfectly. And it
1: survives the abuse that we put it through a yep. uh, new camp specifically. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Shoulder seasons out here are oh. just fantastic. I mean, yes! you know, everything's more quiet and you know, it's just, yeah, I, I really, I mean, I love to camp in the summer, but <laughs> camping in the shoulder season and in the rain is actually really fun so It is, yeah,
2: yeah, and we kind of set up awning city. uh We've got an awning for the trailer, we've got an awning for the truck, and then we've we've got a new smaller one that we can kind of use for the in between. And uh, that's been a lifesaver too, is just keeping dry um when we're outside as well. And you
1: camp, you've camped in tents, you know, tarp city is where it's at. Like yeah. if you can stay yeah. dry, yeah. you can stay out there for as long as. I mean, there's no bad weather; it's just bad preparation for what yeah. you're going into
0: well what awnings are they and then are they kind of freestanding or do you still rely pretty heavily on using trees to you know run a, a tarp line <laughs> I, in
2: yeah so we have a uh the trailer we have a couple well, the, the awning that we use specifically for the trailer is it's called an Isabella I think Isabella Deluxe yeah awning. Isabella
1: Deluxe so it
2: it it connects to the the trailer it? itself sure I'll hold. <laughs> um it connects to the trailer itself and uh it's pretty sturdy it doesn't need it doesn't need trees or anything like that uh but we can set guy lines on it if it's windy uh and then we have a awning on the truck uh, by alu cab and it's one of those those it rotates out 200 what was it? Two hundred seventy degrees or yeah, something like that. We call it the bat wing. It looks like a you know kind of like those bat <laughs> wing awnings, and so that just stays on the truck. Doesn't need any tents or uh, sorry, doesn't need any trees. And
1: then finally,
2: and then, yeah. So we have this new moonshade awning. And uh, we've been trying that out as kind of that in-between, like it's, you know, if we're camping one night and we don't want to set up the big Isabella awning, it's a little bit smaller and, but it's lightweight, sets up off to the side and we can put it either on the truck or on the camper. It has these suction cups that will basically stick to the side of any metal. And so, <laughs> yeah, it does yeah. great. It's, it, I wouldn't say it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it holds up to the, to the, a good breeze and some rain and stuff but.
1: Re- really good analogy is like you heard what we did with tents we were like our little tent our light tent our big tent our bright tent yeah so we did the same thing now we found with awnings is like high speed low drag the moonshade works great the moonshade is super
2: freaking cool we're yeah. kind of
1: obsessed but then to make like a whole guest room the Isabella becomes a second house. We call
2: it the living room because it's an awning that has a wall, walls on all three sides that aren't connected to the trailer. And uh, in the winter time, we'll just put a little buddy heater in there and we'll all sit in there and hang out. We've, we've camped in about 10 degrees and been comfortable in that awning. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a
0: room. We're obsessed. So I'm going to pigeonhole you. And now if you guys want to work, together or independently depending on how you want to answer this question you might be sure. able to get more where are your favorite places to camp here in the pacific northwest i'm looking for top 3 okay now we have uh, a little bit of fudge you know if you need a little fudge factor mm-hmm. you got four but like okay. i don't need your top 10
1: got it gotcha uh number one's easy and we always are like ah oh, do we share it but we like we like sharing it uh baker lake uh mm-hmm. over near concrete washington why because well a lot of people stop short When they camp there, and they camp at Panorama Point, which is a beautiful campground, love it. But what we do is, you if you push past a little bit further, and you probably have been there, the roads get really hairy, which is exactly what we want. And then, yeah, Mm -hmm. and then there's just. Secret little tucks of camping right on the lake. You've got the backside of Mount Baker. You can take a paddleboard out there. It's basically heaven. Yeah, it looks like it. a little green forest. So that's our number one. We go there to recharge, to turn off phones. Yeah, we'll um, probably
2: we'll probably go out there at least if it's a good summer. We might push ten times a year. Yeah, going out to Baker Lake. We um, just were there because it's just close enough that we can do uh, an overnight, maybe two nights. Um, but then we could also spend a whole week there if we wanted to. It's just so, it's so nice.
1: So yeah, it's great. If you just have the time to go, go scout it, that's the where that's where you want to be. It's heaven. But then the whole rainforest yeah. has been something we always are coming back to.
2: Yeah. Again, uh, I didn't think I would go out to the peninsula as much as we do now, <laughs> yeah. but we've got, a, there's a great hip camp out there that we like going and returning to every year yeah it's uh dan and maggie yeah they're, they're great they have a really great hip camp set up out there and access to the to the uh what river is it the Ho river i think um, so yeah yeah
1: and you know what hip camp is right I'm everybody does at yeah, this point every, yeah, yeah it's
2: uh, it's awesome it's a it's it's a really fun way to do it and so yeah we've really been enjoying the so, peninsula out there so i'd say like peninsula the Ho- yeah
1: baker lake are you noticing a theme again water uh and then what what was our uh well we were saying i would
2: say twin lakes we can't get the trailer up there but it's it's too primitive of a road (laughs) he's talked me out of it i've tried i'm like so it's kept us it's kept us in touch with our tent (laughs) camping side every every year every summer so um that's yeah
1: yeah, if you've got a tent that's it and then and Mm -hmm. hip camps along highway 20 and highway 2 i know that's big but do some research and there are some amazing amazing mm. spaces out there i'm like wow these yeah. people own this amazing land Espe- we're so lucky
2: especially if you set yourself up for boondocking it opens up a whole yes a whole bunch of them
0: for yeah. you yeah Ugh. so your favorite weekend trip i was gonna say but i think that sounds like it's baker lake for you guys it's probably <laughs> your favorite weekend <laughs> maybe trip
1: or baker yeah. like the mountain depending yeah,
2: and Pretty much around mount baker we'll do some hike uh some camping off mount baker highway but we've been finding ourselves going back to baker lake and yeah like i like you're saying weekend camping like one night two nights it's worth it to
0: us yeah so.
1: anywhere where we can hike and be in the water mm-hmm.
0: Well, in highway 20 is an absolutely <gasps> gorgeous stretch of road so oh yeah oh my it's, in my, it's probably in my top three like 395 yeah, is my number one okay. 395. 395 goes from death valley up to tahoe along the oh. spine in the back yeah. through bishop and mammoth all the yep. way up. we
1: just got a sticker from 395 we were there last year and i was like yeah. this is amazing That's my favorite
0: stretch yeah. of road in america
1: and mammoth lakes has a lot of hot springs mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah. Oh. yeah yeah it's cool They're pretty great yeah yep. that
1: is that is a good spot people are really yeah missing out eastern sierras are
0: awesome mm-hmm. yep um, <laughs> nice Let's transition from camping to hiking. What mm-hmm. are some of your favorite hikes here in the Pacific Northwest?
1: You think in like Washington state specific?
0: Washington, yeah, Oregon, Northwest, Idaho. Yeah. Okay. Kind of in, in one of those kind of the Northwest states.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So I'd say like our top cup, we were so lucky um, a couple of years ago to get the uh, lottery for the enchantments <laughs> over there by, by Leavenworth. Yeah. So we did a we did a week up in the enchantments, and I would say that was a once in a lifetime experience. And so that is that's up there on my top for sure. That's
1: got to be uh, yeah. Putting yeah. it up against pretty much any hike, I think we could do, uh, that still is going to come in top three clutch no yeah. matter what. Uh, yeah, and obviously permitting and stuff, but that was yeah
2: magic. Winchester Mountain just, just because of the history and the nostalgia of it for both of us. We go up uh, we go up to Twin Lakes every anniversary and yeah. hike Winchester go. Hang out in the fire lookout for a bit.
1: Yeah, there's no Um, like five star dinner for ours. We're always out, we're outside. It's like we made it a a pact that we would go there. And I think
2: the first time I brought you up there, we actually stayed the night in the fire lookout, which was that's so cool it was super
1: cool harrowing uh but cool we did tennis shoes in like a what should have been ice axe and crampons yeah but we made it we're still
0: probably
2: pushing our luck
0: but it was yeah it was amazing
1: (laughs) but now we go back so yeah
0: what is the strangest thing you all have seen on the trail
1: oh the strangest on the trail
0: on the trail or i mean when you're backcountry i mean it doesn't need to be on the trail but in the backcountry whatever Yeah.
1: yeah um I'll give him a second to think, but maybe the strangest we thought in the enchantments, actually, we thought that there yes. was a missile <laughs> <laughs> and I'm embarrassed to retell it, but we thought that there we're sitting out stargazing. It's 20 degrees out, a little bit of snow, but the sky is clear and we look up and there's this blazing and not small. This is no
2: exaggeration. We've and seen like shooting stars, red, just... <laughs>
1: blazing red thing going through the, through the well, sky. And,
2: and that was, yeah. And so it was, yeah, the light pollution is so little out there. We're looking at shooting stars. And there's one that comes up from behind <laughs> oh my us gosh. and we just watch it and you know, sometimes you'll see a shooting star and it'll burn out. This one just kept going over the horizon. Yeah. And it just disappeared over the horizon. And all of us who were sitting there, we all thought the same thing. We all thought that looked like a rocket. <laughs> like it looked like our first reaction was, That's not a shooting star. Uh-uh. Like to yeah, and so it was the craziest shooting star we've ever seen. But yeah.
1: I was like, we're going to get back and it's going to be those like land
2: before time books.
0: Myself. I, I think I saw the same. I was in Lake Chelan camping. Oh, so yeah, were yeah a you campfire, would. And we ended up pulling out our phones and it was um, SpaceX launching the satellites. Oh, yeah. It
2: cool. was the long
0: yeah. obelisk looking thing. Yeah. And it was I like a little so. bit low on the horizon. And I was like, yeah, this. and they all moved together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah that was SpaceX launching. Wasn't um, it
2: crazy? Yeah, it
0: was crazy. Yeah, that yeah. was nuts.
2: And you can nuts. sometimes see them now too, I think. But uh yeah, I remember when those <laughs> were getting launched. Yeah. yeah. Really weird. What but, was the weirdest thing for you though? Did you I would say that was yeah, that was it was really cool, but it was definitely one of the stranger stranger things. Yeah. Um yeah, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. I mean,
1: yeah, everyone's seen like bears on the trail and stuff. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. people taking a, a potty break on the side and you accidentally catch them, you're like, Oh sorry, friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh
2: yeah. I think I think uh <laughs> so we were talking about mammoth earlier. We yeah. were going to Wild willies hot springs. Oh gosh. And uh
0: <laughs> you know,
2: sometimes out at those hot springs you meet some true boondockers. Wild Willie himself
1: uh, was out there that guy, night
2: you know you couldn't tell if he was living there or if he was broken down, but we yeah, we dubbed him Wild willie and he was, he had a big bus. It was colorful and had giant stuffed animals on the roof. And you know, he was, you know, a head full of dreadlocks doing yoga on the roof of his bus. And that that was pretty strange. But it was I fun. appreciated it. We could see living his, his best life. Oh he, living, living oh,
1: he was living the living
2: dream. His best life. Yeah. We don't
1: know what dream he was living, but it was a big one.
2: <laughs>
0: it was so
1: fun. Yeah. yeah, he was great.
0: Um, we are getting close to wrapping up. So quick rapid fire. What is each of yours favorite guilty pleasures?
2: Ooh. Go. Um. Well, I, was, I thought I had it. Yep. Uh.
1: Well, road snacks. Beef jerky. Oh yeah. Um. What? What's my road snack? I would.
2: My road snack. I start every road trip off with uh corn nuts. Ranch corn like nuts. Like a weird. I never get them any other time. But when we're when we start a trip, even if it's not the beginning of the trip, if it's another long day, I, and we stop at a gas station, I'll grab corn nuts. They're my guilty pleasure.
1: And like a a guilty pleasure like beer in a hot spring yeah don't bring glass please but um like yeah. a beer in a hot spring something like a campfire just little things yeah. like little, but i think
2: the guilty part of it yeah. for me is the corn nuts <laughs> it's like our,
1: our road snacks are outrageous we yeah. have like a designated cooler that just says like okay these are the levels you have to level yeah. it right the first yeah. the first four hours then the next four hours and then the final stuff the right at the end keep you going
2: yeah
0: <laughs> that's awesome Ooh. um is there anything that i didn't ask that maybe you want to just share
1: Man
2: get out an rv that's that's what i gotta say it's like ever you know buying this thing we we get out camping way more than we used to and it's been a game changer so mm-hmm. that's all i mean that's all i would add is uh, I would invite agree. people
1: invite yeah, people if, to your campfire that's my biggest thing i'm like we
2: do cow- you're camping we do cowboy campfire and that's what we call it and it's basically when we're both agreed that campfire is open to strangers and we every time we've done it we've met incredible people yes yeah it started one time up on a up off of the the gravel where you know you just we just hit snow fields couldn't go any further and neither could anyone else and there was one fire pit and we all just decided to hang out and share a fire pit and ever since we appreciated it so much ever since then we've kind of yeah you know invited people to our campfires so.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah we love it and, and share things be be the, I, go out we like to say that we like to be alone a lot but if there are people there i mean mm-hmm. that's half of the fun is meeting new humans
2: on the road and
1: uh share your share your stuff and yeah um be good people but... especially
2: when you're far from home people like to hear yeah and see you know
1: and get solar if you don't have it solar it's gonna change your life yeah. <laughs> but that's my soapbox yeah. i love solar
0: Well, you guys, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and your travel day to join us here on RV Out West. I really appreciate it and safe travels.
1: Thank you, Brooks. Yeah, hope to see you on the road sometime too. That would be wonderful. (laughs) Awesome. We'll have a great day.
0: Thank you so much for listening. I'm asking you to help the show grow. Please subscribe to this podcast and tell a fellow RVer about this show. I sure would appreciate it and if you'd give me a follow on Instagram or Facebook as well. Coming up in a couple of weeks, we will be on the cusp of our Northwest summer and the heat. Air conditioning, which was once thought of as not necessary here in the Pacific Northwest, is becoming more and more of a necessity. We chat with an expert about how to increase the efficiency of your AC unit in under an hour of your time. This episode is packed with lots of helpful info that you won't want to miss. Now, get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon. Thanks so much for listening to RV Out West. Join us again in two weeks with our next episode. Please like and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you choose to get your podcast, so you never miss an episode. And I sure would appreciate if you left a rating or a review of the show. Special thanks to Scott Holmes Music for providing the intro song, We Are One. RV Out West can be found on Instagram and Facebook where you can interact with us and follow along on our RV adventures around the Pacific Northwest. So get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon.